calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Welcome to Please Advise, episode 21. I am Malls. Today we have a very special guest. They're always very special guests, but today it's a, a little bit of a repeat. Mr. Edward Hansen, how are you? A.K.A. Luma D. What up? A.K.A. Luma D. Luma D. I popped out of 2007 and I'm right here for, oh, excuse me, 2005 and I'm right here for you. Will you sing this song in case people don't know who Luma D is? Uh, 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 oh, uh, 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 Christina. Honestly, that was a fun little dance break. Ed, you um are are handsome as always, but looking a little bit disheveled today. Do you want to? You mean I'm a hot damn mess? Uh, all right, guys. So here's another humiliating moment in my life. Um, so I went to Marshalls um because you know, like I love finding a good deal. And, I love that fucking Marshalls. Oh, that Marshalls is a shit. There's I mean, this Marshalls in my neighborhood that's like pretty, pretty good. You got to pick. You know what I mean? Like you got to pick around to really get the good shit. But once you find it, you're like, you, you hold but on to that. But men's stuff is like so easy. Like I'm, so, yeah. whenever I shop for Derek, I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like you just like, yes. <laughs> yeah, and it's like $10. Everything's Everything like Everything is 10, cheap 12 and bucks cute. And cute. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, done. Um, and so I've been shopping needing- at Marshall's as a chick is like kind of a nightmare. I can't like be OCD in me. Like I can't handle it. No, no, yeah. it's too. Uh, yeah. I don't know. And also that one Marshall's though, they've been like stuffing the sweaters. I don't know if oh, you yeah. notice. It's really hard to pull a, a sweater off the rack. Yeah. Cause there's so many of them. Oh, there's their sweaters for decades. And yeah. Yeah. But, um, I oh, decided, so anyway. you know, while I was in Marshall's a few weeks ago, I, I noticed it's like a really fly pair of black sweatpants where the fronts were completely like faux leather, you know, completely, you know, faux leather inserts. All They're the very like wannabe Kanye. Yeah. Givenchy. Yeah. They are a little bit wannabe Kanye. And so when I was in today, I was looking for them. I couldn't find them. And uh, I found another pair that were like a little bit less wannabe Kanye, more like just like 
they're cool. They're cute. And I was like, oh, these are going to look really good on me. Kanye loves leather sweatpants. No, he does. He does. But these ones were like a little bit less like they had like some zipper features and I always like a good zipper feature. Um, so, I like that they're like yellow gold. That makes it for me. The zippers. I wouldn't yeah. like the zippers if they were silver. Yeah. I, are they silver? Yeah, okay. they're gold. Okay, they're gold. Um, so Trust me. Yeah, and they I so I go to the dressing room and I like start to put them on and you know like mom's can run looks a little extra holiday weight and I'm aware of that but what it's like not went even the down holidays yet. <laughs> what went down was nothing it had nothing to do with the holiday weight basically okay so I put one foot in. You just like confess that on a podcast where no one's looking at your body for no reason. <laughs> no, I'm just saying no because I need you guys because no because some when I when I first start to tell this you're gonna be like oh that's a holiday weight that's an extra five pound issue and it's not. Let me tell you what happened. So I get one fucking foot in these pants. Yeah. And the leather, the, excuse me, the leather like faux leather detail is on um, the legs, on the lower part of the legs, the calves. So I get an ankle in. And the weird, the stitching of the way that was sewn got caught on my ankle. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how to explain like the bottom. The bottom. It's the way that girls get stuck in skinny jeans. Basically, is what happened. Right, but only on my ankles. Nowhere else. Right. Like I got it up. My, I, no, and, my foot gets stuck going in and out of skinny jeans all the time. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like my foot, and I, and I, I also have very delicate ankles. Okay. They're like the pants are like cinched. Yeah, at the they're bottom. very cinched. They are cinched to death. Yeah. But um, it's an elastic ankle. So I'm like, oh, that's a bummer. Well, whatever. Let's just go into the other leg then and see if you know the same thing happens or not. And I'll deal with this later. So I go into the other leg and then I'm I get stuck again. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my god, or I'm standing rather, you know, like with my in my underwear, you know, like with pants down, <laughs> ankles grunting up in a dressing room, which I, did not sound good, I'm sure. And I'm sitting there and I like be in sweat droplets begin to form on my forehead because I'm like, oh, shit, I cannot get my pants up. So you thought, why not masturbate? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, might as well. Um, I So, yeah, so, I'm sitting, so after the masturbation, I literally oh, like – started to try to really get them up and like I had to do a lot of maneuvering and rolling and I finally got them on and let's just say I fucking slayed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I look so good in these. It is ridiculous. It's like my ass is amazing in these. So I was like, oh, I'm for sure buying these. But then I was like, well, it's going to be hell getting them on every time. But I was like, maybe not, maybe not, maybe getting them off will be way easier than you thought. So I start to take them off and both I do both at the same time and now both my ankles are stuck and I literally I cannot get them off like there's no give they're rolled up in a weird way because they're cinched at the bottom and I'm sitting there and I'm like what am I gonna do so I start like I start kneeling down then I realize my whole ass is like outside of the bottom of the dressing room which you know like lucky you and then I'm just sitting there and I'm like are you not wearing underwear in my mind you're like (laughs) not wearing underwear what kind of degenerate sick fuck do you think I am to go to a Marshalls (laughs) and put on clothing against a no underwear ass body like that is fucking depraved okay that is disgusting in a way that is so hard because like that's totally something I would do oh Uh, my god what the hell is wrong with you that is Molly Molly, Molly's gonna like spread SARS back to the US. Like she's gonna bring like some kind of immune like respiratory disorder to the from the Marshalls, and it's yeah, started. I like that you think like SARS is like yeah, from a from a body. Uncovered <laughs> I don't care. On a mar- it's just gonna be SARS. Pants. 
Yeah, it's got to be SARS. Um, and it's not even like an Ebola reference. No, I mean, no, because I would never. Because no, it's just. It, but like, I think I think someone out there definitely like needs to write in admitting that they go to Marshalls and try on pants without underwear. Okay, well, thank you for ruining Marshalls for me. <laughs> Thanks you, for ruining. Are you kidding it. me? You're not that naive. You know, people go to Marshalls and try on shit without pants. I always think that people would have the same reaction that I would, like, because that's gross. No, you're a fucking princess. You're like Molly uh, Ringwald in The Breakfast Club. <laughs> thank you, Claire. Claire, um, I'm like Corinne in Big Girls Don't Cry, which you've never seen, by the way. Wagon stuff, come here. Yeah, I haven't seen it. She's never seen Big Girls Don't Cry. I take her to the Big Girls Don't Cry house all the time. And I'm like, this is where Jenny Lewis filmed. You do not take me there all the time. I take you there three times. Okay. That's all the time. <laughs> Maybe not all. Wait, so who would Molly who would Molly be in the Breakfast Club? <laughs> Allie Sheedy for sure. <laughs> the bitch is Allie Sheedy right now. I mean, Jesus Christ. If you saw her, she's wrapped up in a, like a fur blanket. She's got on... Like tangerines, or I don't even know what the hell color sweats those They're are. They're wild fox. She's got like They're not my favorite color, but they were free. Okay, well I'm the prince. She's wearing. Oh, you are, <laughs> dude. That's real. Yeah. No, you're like Andrew. What's his face? Uh, you're the nerd. Oh well, my father doesn't beat me or whatever that storyline was in that movie. Cause... What did he do? He brought a gun to school. Oh like yeah, a flare gun. I think so. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> But, um, yeah. I get Amelia Estevez vibes from you. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Like, repressed. What did he do? He taped some kid's ass in that movie, right? I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. Tape my ass. <laughs> Tape. So how did you? I had to watch The Breakfast Club for moral theology and study it with a priest. Let's not even get into it. Oh my god! He wrote a full essay. Full blown masturbates all the time. (laughs) Actually, they. Well, I won't go into it. Um, What? No, I mean at 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 my. You know, like I don't. I I wouldn't be surprised if priests masturbate. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, of course they do. Well, the other day it did pop in my mind. I'm like, does I know it's, masturbate? it's a sin. They have masturbates. to masturbate. They have to masturbate. Their, I'm sorry. Their body demands it of them. If the, unless they have like wet dreams once Do every. Do you six know weeks. that like, men who masturbate men? regularly are way less? Sorry, I'm like tapping on the table. Christina just grabbed my finger. Um, I, I'm getting real hyped men up about who it. Masturbate are, what? are way less likely to get prostate cancer and any kind of prostate disorders. It's very healthy. Yeah, to masturbate because you're clean. Yeah, you. Keep it clean. Yeah, you gotta keep it clean. Keep it mean. Um. Anyway, <laughs> masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> PSA. <laughs> I went to the keep GQ, masturbating America uh, men of the year party last night, and Ooh. Dave Chappelle was the host, and he said it was the queerest party he's ever been to. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was about to say because you were there. Pretty or- hard. <laughs> You're like, no. He's like, he's like, you may have said this is the gayest shit I've ever been. <laughs> I love Dave Chappelle. I would yeah. laugh so hard. Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah, it was at the Chateau. It was nice. Oh my god. What'd you wear? I wore a helmet lang like dress that I bought at uh, Barney's, like when I was not supposed to be shopping. And I just like bought this dress. Gorgeous. And I loved it. Um and I've only worn it like twice. Do you have lots of fly pictures? No. Oh, okay. I only took one when I met Billy on the street. Billy Eichner, I love him. I love him. I saw him in WeHo like a few times. He seemed nice. I'm a little afraid of him. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't think there's a reason to be. I just find him to be very intimidating. And like, because he he's see, tall and smart. And also, like, he would see, he sees past people. He deals with New York. You know, when you're in New York on the street, that's the realest shit you're ever going to get. LA cannot hold a candle to New York real street realness. It's true. New York, people will fucking bump your ass out of the way because oh, totally you are like, going too slow. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit. My friends who all live in New York are like, why are you walking so slow? Keep up. And I'm like, ah, okay. And so now I walk really fast everywhere. But that's an East Coast thing. Yeah. East Coast people are just like, we have a place to be. Get the fuck out of my way. And now I under- and now I get that. And California people are like, oh, just like, I'll get there soon. Like, you know, I just, I mean, and I hate that that's a stereotype because it is. And I'm from Los Angeles and I can say that that's fucking true. Yeah, that's it just totally seems true. like they just have more time slower. to burn. Like every time my mother comes here to visit me, she's just like, during the day, there's people in cafes, and she's like, "Does Why nobody they, work here?" Right. And I'm like, "Yeah." They're or working. everyone's like has a creative job where yeah. they don't have yeah, regular they don't, hours. Yeah, they don't and you're just like, office. "I'm in the business of myself, and yeah. I'm making barbecue chicken in my crock pot." Good for you. Yeah. That's awesome. I know that's a complete, like you know, off the grid. Yeah, <laughs> good word. Talking, we're yeah. talking about something totally different. Yeah. but I just wanted to let you know that I'm making barbecue chicken. That's awesome, mom. Molly. You're an excellent cook. I you're know. like such a good wifey. I am. You have, Do you want to know what's in it? Uh, no. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Get no, out of my me. house, okay. you degenerate. Fine. Um, you get out. Um, uh, it's two the two chicken breasts we got at the butcher yesterday. Nice. Give a shout out to your butcher. What's his name? Art. Al? Oh, Art. Art. I love Art. He's the best butcher in What's it the called? world. Art Stelly. Art Stelly. <laughs> yeah. It's Very complicated to remember. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. No, I thought it was like market something. Well, I was excited to take you there because you love meats. Molly loves good meats. I don't mean that. I mean, like, Molly has, like, a very good taste for quality. So she likes – you do. You do. Christina calls me lowbrow. Really? No, 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 no. I said you like lowbrow things. I do. I I didn't say you're lowbrow. There's a very big difference. Right, right. Because she called me a nerd, and I was like, well, you like lowbrow shit. Yeah, because she watched Star oh, Trek. Damn. She like loves Star Trek. My brother she... loves Star Trek. I know, and no it's offense. A great show. Like, yeah, yeah. It is. It's a great movie. Matthew franchise. is like I, very I, nice I, man. Not that hip. Yeah, not Listen, that hip. Matthew guys, I give you. I'll it's give a bo- it. it was a blockbuster movie. Yeah. Two of them. Yeah, my brother's very conservative, but um, uh, I'm I, not conservative. I know, and you're not. No, you're not. Yeah. Um, but uh, then why did you tell me you think abortion should be illegal? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god did you guys read about the abortion like ship today wait what there's like so there's this woman who's making this documentary about how she goes to places where abortion is illegal like um and because like there was some law that if you're in you know the water it's obviously international waters and under dutch law like oh, if you if you cute. have a dutch like ship an abortion like boat. dutch ship yeah it's like an abort so it's it's an abortion cruise, but what they do is, and I I started thinking about that, and I was like, whoa. But um, I also was like, well, what a great, I mean, it's just so great that, like, she's going to places no, where yeah, a woman cannot access. Not to access. make light of that, but, Not like, to yeah. make light of it. It's, like, so, like, like she's doing such a, like, an, an amazing thing. And also, like, I mean, she, because the statistics are that people will get abortions regardless. Yeah. Whether it's legal or not. And the, what, I saw, I saw for colored girls. Oh, my God. Yeah, you passed, you passed out, right? Yeah. And they were saying also that statistically more women now, because it's becoming harder, are going to die from illegal abortion. So her whole stance is, well, 
I'm going to give you legal abortions, but within the laws of your country or whatever. And she was saying she got like a letter from, uh, this is like really sad, but she got a letter from someone in the military in Iraq, a woman who was raped. And she, the way, anyway, so it was just very interesting because she administers this like drug that, and she even gives seminars on the web on how to administer it to yourself because she wants women to seek this out. Like, cause she feels that, you know, if you're oppressed and you're in an oppressive place, I mean, yeah. So I just, I was it a documentary or documentary. Was it, so well, what was the name of it? Oh God, I cannot remember it. All I'm right, sorry. We'll, we'll post it, it on the, uh, please advise. Yeah. Me. I'm sorry guys. That was dark. Um, so wait, yeah. Ed, I want to take some calls. Oh, I love that. I'm dead for it. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Chic. I'm dead for all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody at Please Advise. This is Tina the Diva calling to say happy holidays. And how much I've missed you guys lately. You haven't done one for a while. You've been on a hiatus, which I understand. Life happens. So I'm glad you're back. And I hope this is a great podcast. Okay. Goodbye. What up, Tina? I hope it's a good podcast, too. Thank you for uh, calling us. Ed lit up when he heard Tina, you. Tina, you are the most adorable human. I just appreciate you so much. And thank you for spreading some of your light and, and your love and your love and light. And Ed, I don't know if you had heard, but Tina called and said that her dog passed away not too long ago. And she was wondering if she should get a new one or not. And she did get a new little puppy. So that's very exciting. little update for the I'm readers, for listeners. That's, that's awesome. Wait, um, is it whispers? Is it the I, ghost talking to us? Yes. Um, okay, next call. Hi, Miles. Uh, this is Ani. I've called a couple times in the past. Um, every single time I've called, it's about a wedding. And so is this one. My friend's boyfriend just called me asking me about throwing her like a surprise wedding. Not me throwing her. But he wants to, like, throw her a surprise wedding, super romantic, beach and sunset and whatever. The problem is that they have tons of problems. She is constantly telling me how unhappy she is. I don't know what to do. Do I risk ruining her surprise wedding? by letting her know what's happening because I feel like it's really unfair to be like, boom, you're getting married and you don't get to think about it when she has no, you know, intention or desire to do that right now. Um, Help me. I have no idea what to do. This is terrifying. I know I missed your Halloween uh, episode, but please help. Please advise. I am in desperate need of it. Thank you. Hey, Ani. Okay, so part of me is like, stay out of it. It's none of your business. Like, it's really like, you don't know what you don't know what people are like when they're alone. Like, <laughs> that's what you know, like, 100. you can, it's not your business what a couple's like. At the same time, part of me is like, if she's psyched to marry the guy, it won't be ruining a surprise wedding. Like, it's not a big deal. Like the way that you say, like, ruin her surprise wedding, like that's that it sounds wrong. Like, not ruining it, but the fact that there's like a surprise wedding at all, like that's a little bit. I mean, I just have a ton of opinions about that in general. Like, again, I think you really have to know their relationship and I'm only speculating, but weddings oftentimes can be so much about like the family Mm -hmm. and like people want to be involved when 
your loved person or like whatever, you know, unless, you know, they're one of those couples who have always been like, oh, we'll just do our own thing. And maybe they've discussed I, yeah, it. I don't think she tells them. I wouldn't tell or her. her. I, I wouldn't. wouldn't tell my friend. No, I would never. You. I just feel like you don't reveal life moments like that. Like you have to keep it to yourself because she'll just say no if she doesn't like. I mean, I don't. I think that if she's on the fence, she'll say yes. But you know what? Like, I don't know. I. I don't know. I just. It's like. It's not the biggest, it's not the end of the world. She can say no. If she's having problems and she knows that in her heart and soul, she just says no. No, thank you. Find a new one. Yeah, I, yeah, just stay out of it. Just stay out of it. All right, next call. I am calling to get some advice. Uh, what would you do if you're in a situation where a girl you knew was talking shit about you behind your back? and then pretending to still be your friend. Do you just hold on to that information, stay classy, and just know that she's not a good friend, or would you confront her about it? Uh, Just let me know what to do. Thanks. Bye. Well, of course you have a friend who talks shit about you. Like, literally, like, everyone talks shit about everyone. That's, I mean, it depends, like, how bad it is. If she's saying something that, like, you are really like adamant is not true or like you feel it's really fucked up or like it's personal in a way that you can't deal with, then I would consider confronting her. But I personally, would I, Molly MacLear, confront some? No, I wouldn't because I'm like, I hate confrontation. And I like, I assume people are talking shit about me. So yeah, but the thing is your friends talk shit to your face. Like they'll tell you to your face. Right. Like you ain't, you're They're not total shit. frenemies. That's yeah. it. Yeah, it's, such, a, it's a frenemy. It's, they're total frenemies. So I just feel like for me, the most effective way in dealing with frenemies is occasionally to like read them to their face just a little bit, just so they know like that I'm capable and be like, don't fuck with me. But also like, you're going to say what you're going to say regardless. And you're going to also say what you're going to say about that girl regardless as well. So I just feel like I wouldn't confront her because it just is to me like I don't think it's going to like achieve anything great for you. Yeah, like what do you get out what of confronting? What are you confr- going to get out of it? Oh, I know. You know, just like, you oh, I know. She does that's, it. The, that's just end the friendship yeah. if it's like bothering you that much. Or just realize that she's a friend of me and that's, and that's she's a friend of me and like you can be cool to each other at parties or whatever. And then <laughs> right. so, be, just be careful what you say to pe- like yeah. to other people because right. I could see it. Like, being like, oh, well, she said this about you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't, yeah. There's a, yeah, there's a few Who angles cares? on it. Yeah. <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> Who is this person? <laughs> Who cares? In the big scheme of things, yeah. Who Fuck is her. she? <laughs> go talk shit about her, too. What do yeah. you want? I mean, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, next call. Hi, Malls. This is Hillary. I have an office etiquette question, which um, sounds really stupid, but it's been bothering me for a few months now. Um, I sit across from a really nice guy who cracks his knuckles a lot, and by a lot, I mean maybe like three to four times an hour. Um, And I'm not somebody who's easily annoyed. I grew up with four siblings, so I'm pretty used to the full spectrum of annoying behavior. Um, but it makes my skin crawl and it makes puts me in a bad mood and I get distracted because I start 
anticipating when he's going to crack his knuckles next. Um, and the company is probably losing, like, a ton of money because of all the time I waste thinking about it. Um, so I'm curious what I should do. Uh, the other thing that makes this awkward is that he's technically my subordinate, so it would feel like an abusive managerial thing to, like, comment on this innocuous habit he has. But, um, yeah, let me know what you do. Bye. Um, okay, so you're definitely like getting you're a little bit like worked up on this, like for no reason. But at the same time, I totally am one of those people that gets annoyed by like small little noises. Like I'm very sensitive to noises and stuff like that. So I really sympathize right. with you because like it can be incredibly agitating, um, like repetitive noises and stuff like that. And I totally understand what you're saying in terms of anxiety. Like I don't know if I would be thinking about how much money your company is losing because you're sweating this knuckle thing. But, you know, I, I think of it the same way as I think, like, if he was a belcher or something. Like, you can just walk up to him and be like, dude, like, what's with the knuckle cracking? Like, it's, start, it's yeah. like, you know, like, you're allowed to say that. This isn't, like, a medical thing. Like, it's not, like... Something that has to do with this. It's not like you're walking <laughs> up to him and saying like, "Hey, like, why are you like so gay or something?" Like, well, you're unless not he, commenting oh, he has on his like lifestyle. carpal tunnel or something, and then tries to pull that out of his little knuckle cracking slave. But, uh. <laughs> but yeah, you're absolutely allowed to say something to him, and like, I would make a joke about it if yeah. I had anything. I'd be like, "Oh, it's, just, it's every oh, we're on fifteen hour time to crack yeah. your knuckles, James." You know, yeah. like. Let yeah. me guess, you're thinking about cracking your knuckles, aren't you? <laughs> it feels good, though. Like, Christina doesn't like mm. it. No, it's not that. I just, I wasn't expecting it, so it made me flinch a little bit. Oh. Um, but, like, if you want to talk about, do you guys ever work with someone that was, like, gross? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we, we I have that, totally that person. worked with I'm gross people. Yeah, no, I <laughs> worked <laughs> with someone who was gross, like, really bad gross, like, smelled, like, yeah. bad breath, body odor. Ew. Yeah. yeah. Like oh, I, had to I remember that ones. guy that worked at your place. Yeah. yeah. I worked with this guy who constantly smelled like cornflakes. Like he always smelled like cornflakes and I, it was like a lack of shower and weird like like body. I love cornflakes. Well, you don't love them <laughs> when you smell them all the time and it smells like sweat and cornflakes. Okay? Mike smells like Fritos. <laughs> 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 he does. He kind yeah. of does. Dog paws smell like Fritos because they sweat through their Fritos paws. Fritos are like pretty bomb, though. I'm I not going to lie. Fritos. I love Have Fritos. Have you ever dipped a Frito in cream cheese? Oh, oh damn. Yeah. You got to get the Frito scoops. Oh, shit. That sounds delicious. And then you dip it in some Philadelphia cream cheese this lady i used to work with her lunch consisted of every day she would have fritos <laughs> a muffin and coke for lunch that's that's what her meal was oh so she's like just like tons of carbs she oh yeah this but like also like the worst things you could ever like it, it always like the cheat like she might as well have like a ding dong as her dessert oh, like, like fritos and like a coke gross. but i always i admired the shit out of that so start, part of me started going to get a Fritos every day and have a diet. I do a Diet Coke and Fritos. And I worked so with happy. someone once who would like snack on a loaf of whole wheat bread. Like that was his snack and he kept it in his drawer. Yeah. And he would just pull out a slice every oh, once in a while. People are so this special. This is also like he wore the same like green sweatshirt, like sweatshirt every day. This is an older gentleman underneath a like um, maroon polo. Every day. And one time I saw him take off the green sweatshirt and there was an identical green sweatshirt underneath it. 
Oh, people are special. That's amazing. That's so special. I lost my mind. Yeah. Yeah, that is. <laughs> that's amazing. That is. That pretty, was just a nonsensical story. I had a friend who drank out of mason jars all the time, and like at work, and we'd be like, "That's not like annoying. That's, that's not, not no, an it's offense, not annoying. No, 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 it's not." But it's like this is someone doing something you know? that gets into her space. Yeah, that's like it's ambient. It's a body like, habit. That's not yeah. fair. Like when someone's like literally disrupting the environment, like the noise environment, yeah. by doing something. <laughs> I also just want to say you are fucking privileged if the worst problem in your damn week is someone cracking their knuckles too much in a day. That you will. I mean that that was amazing to me. We don't know that that's her biggest problem. It's not, but she <laughs> felt compelled to like call in about it, and I, I I admire that. Yeah. Because I want that kind of like life. Where oh, you're <laughs> such a brat. What are you talking about? Oh, oh, I didn't realize that you were all about the struggle, Mr. Edward Hansen. I am shit. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Get used to it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next call. Hey, Malls. Uh, this is Pete. I'm calling you on Halloween night. Um, I really need your advice. Um, I just got out of a 15-year long-term relationship. Um, I was dating this guy since I was 24. So if you can do the math, um, we broke up probably two months ago. And here is my dilemma. Um, I'm dating one of our mutual friends. And it's on, like, Donkey Kong. Like, I feel like this guy is, like, the real deal, someone I want to spend my rest of my life with. And that's fine and that's good and I'm at peace with that. But my question for you is, how do I deliver that message to, I feel like it's going to fucking crush him. Um, on paper, actually, that, like, I'm kind of dating or I'm with, like, one of our mutual friends, but there's a lot of history to the whole situation. Um, anyways, I would appreciate you to please advise me on that. Um, anyways, I love you, Mom. You're the best. Bye. I wouldn't say shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'd be fucked up, but I just wouldn't because I feel like that's so obvious after you get out of like a super long relationship. You almost always wind up dating someone that you... And no. you're, I mean, you're in the gay community of Los Angeles, and it's very small. And all is he in my, LA? oh, is he? I just he said Halloweeny, so I just and that was a party downtown. And never mind. Anyway, you're in the gay wherever you are. <laughs> I mean, this is how I feel. The all, gay community can be a small community, right? Depending it, on where depending you're on where you are. But like all my friends who are married now, basically have all like some at one point dated a friend, and like have either ended up. So I feel like. Your situation is not uncommon and you don't feel like isolated like you're doing like, you know, it's not that unheard and of. you yeah. and your ex are broken up. So like right. worst case scenario, like he freaks out on you. Like what is he going to do? Dump you? Like you guys are already broken up. Right. So it's not really like, you know, you just have to be strong and realize that like while – it's natural for him to care. He doesn't necessarily have a right to care. He has no rights to, yeah, to your emotions anymore. So I feel like, I mean, you can do right by him. And I I do feel honesty is always the best policy. Mm -hmm. I really do believe that. And also, like, there's nothing he can do about it. You're happy. You've moved on. God bless. And I just feel like he'll get used to it. And good for you for dating a friend. 
Amen. All right, this is a little segment on the show we're calling Gross Sodas. We've done this once before. We did a soda tasting with Cassie Steele of Degrassi Junior High. No, Degrassi, the next generation. And uh, now we're doing it today with Ed. Ed is like, Christina really outdid herself. We have some Lester's Fixins uh, appearances again. <laughs> Lester's Fixins is the name. Don't you love that? I wanted to get like all the Lester's. And then there's that we Melba's Fixins. Oh, and Melba is his wife. And Melba. Melba's Fixins. Um, but yeah, so Lester looks like he's president of the NRA, by the way. <laughs> like Lester owns so many guns. We had to put a picture of Lester's uh, <laughs> face on the little Tumblr blog we have. Please advise at Tumblr.com. Okay, Lester's so this everything. week's sodas are uh, cucumber, ranch dressing, buffalo wings, <laughs> and pumpkin pie. Fuck yes to all of them. Okay, now these have been sitting in my fridge for a couple weeks. Now Christina picked them up and brought them over, and I have even been, worse. It's like, oh, these gross. I know. Flavored so these sodas decaying, have been in already <laughs> disgusting ass sodas. I know are are like deteriorating and in front of us. I'm really nervous about the ranch dressing because of the cream factor of a ranch dressing. <laughs> Flavor, like, yuck, I can just, like, taste in the back of my throat already, and I'm upset. Like, just close your, uh, like, close your eyes when we do it so that you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, I think that The buffalo wings, I think, could be good. I'm terrified there's going to be a hint of meat flavor, though. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. The meat. I'm not jazzed that I got these Carbonated sodas. meat. No, I know. You, like, definitely. What's the one on the end? Cucumber. Oh, hell like I'm jazzed for the yeah. what's gonna come out of this tasting, but I'm not jazzed to taste them. The pumpkin pie is probably jazzed. gonna be completely acceptable. I already know how I'm doing this. I'm gonna do. Uh, oh, we're, we're all trying it like one at a time. Yeah, yeah. but I, I have an order in my mind. No, okay, well, we pick Ed, your order. Go by Ed's order. Okay. okay. All right, you pick the order. I think we should go to jump off pumpkin because it's tis the season of pumpkin pies. Then I think we should go to ranch dressing. Okay. Okay. Then I think we should go to buffalo because what goes better than buffalo than ranch? Yeah. And then I think we should. Or you should switch them because like. Yeah, we uh, could do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could switch. And then I think we need to cap it off with cucumber to restore our sanity. Yeah, I feel like the cucumber is going to be like. It says revitalize yourself. Yeah, it's going to restore us and revitalize. Y'all get your fixins. Oh. This is the pumpkin pie. It's cinnamony. It smells cinnamony. I'm going to take a sip now. Completely acceptable. It's like a... Almost tastes like an apple cinnamon. Like a little bit like the apple pie um, soda we tasted. That's actually really tasty. I kind of like it. Yeah. Okay, like giving me like American candle aroma. This smell, yeah, it's very Yankee candle smell. Mmm. Yeah. Okay, Christmas. I'm not mad at that one. You like that? Yeah, this reminds me of Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Love so it. Pumpkin pie, pretty good. Yeah, That's good to know that we're starting with something kind of good. Oh no, it's getting real. Oh my god. Now, okay, here comes the dreaded buffalo wing. I'm so nervous. Oh shit. Oh my. Oh, god. I forgot. I have to drink first. <laughs> Well, it smells almost citrusy. Yeah. Oh. Like a sun kiss or a Fanta. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It seems like tree bark. Ugh. Take some water. Oh. Ew. Yeah. Oh my one. god, I'm so scared. <laughs> no. It's it like, hits the back of your throat forcefully. It's like being kidnapped and watching all your friends get <laughs> murdered first. <laughs> oh, my God. oh no! It's so weird. It's my it's turn. It doesn't taste anything like a chicken. It hot... hits the back of your throat real hard. Oh it God. doesn't taste anything like a chicken wing, like or like a a buffalo wing. Like I don't get like a <sighs> buffalo flavor, or like a chickeny. I'm gonna take another sip, just like. Yeah. I'm losing it. Oh, it hasn't even had it yet. Just a reaction of your face. I'm having a hard time describing what the flavor is. It's the tree bark. It's, the, it's not. It's not like bad vomity gross. Okay. It's just like it's weird. Like a te- if there's a texture to the way something tastes. It's- <sighs> Fix it, Jesus. Okay, here we go. Oh. That's not as bad as I yeah. thought it was going to be. It almost had like a cayenne pepper meets maple kind of like a weird flavor. Kind of. It almost like doesn't resonate. As yeah, it doesn't resonate as buffalo. Like I think the the citrusy cayenne like flavor got in there. But then I got like a hint of sweet, which I wasn't expecting. Yeah. That was kind of like. Well, that's the soda part. Yeah. Shit. Now, uh, here comes the ranch. I'm really fucking nervous about this. Yeah, this could. Do you really... want me to go first? No. <laughs> this could really end our lives. So we'll see. Oh man. Okay. Oh, <laughs> it smells like cream. Oh shit. I'm so nervous. Oh my god. Oh, it has a tangy cream smell. Oh, God. Don't do it then. (laughs) Do I have to? I have to do it. No, I mean. You have to do it. Do it. Not if you're going to puke. I do think I might, but. Don't do it. (laughs) She'll go puke and come back. Oh. Oh, that tastes exactly like ranch dressing. Oh. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh. Oh, no. Are you serious? Oh, it's so gross. Oh, oh my God. Do I have... It tastes like a fucking baked potato. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Oh, no. Lester, what did you no, do to me, like, Lester? That tastes like half and half mixed with, like... Something salt. I don't know. It's like chives. It's yeah, like, like chives and like half and half. Or like, yeah, sour cream, I guess. Yeah, you're right, a baked potato. It's not good. <laughs> and Drink the water. <laughs> Drink the water. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Give him a swig of your dog. <laughs> God. It's rude, right? It's the rudest soda. That is the rudest shit. Oh my god! Oh, things are happening inside that my was stomach. Terrible. I'm things sorry. are happening. Like things You're are happening. You're fucking sick, Christina. Who sees a ranch soda on a shelf and picks that up? 
what's next? Thousand Island? <clears throat> oh. Let's you just okay? drink carbonated oh. salad dressing. I don't care if that was laced with Molly. I'm never drinking that again. That was disgusting. Yeah. That was truly, truly, un- like, inhumane. I, I'm legitimately sorry I put you through that. <sighs> it's okay. Like, that was, uh, that's offensive. Like, I don't. <laughs> and there's I'm an not sure why that's like, feeling. Yeah, like, like weird, it's lingering on my It's lingering in my, on my stomach now. <laughs> I, I can feel it in my heart. Like, I can feel it. In <laughs> 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 you can feel it in my chest. Like, that I need was... to brush my tongue. I know. I feel that. Oh. Okay. okay. Cucumber. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm what goes better with ranch than a... I'm nice cucumber. cucumber soda. I'm privileged and have no real problems. <laughs> this is my worst problem. I like <laughs> the picture on the front for a podcast. <laughs> the picture on the front is of a woman who's like, oh, she's <laughs> relaxing at a spa. Yeah, oh. with cucumbers on. Mama is taking me home. Okay, I'm in Sedona. Come on, cucumber <laughs> soda. Take me to Sedona. I need this. This is gonna be good. Uh oh, don't scare me. Oh my god. <laughs> it smells like a cartoon cucumber. Kind of. Do you know what I mean? I think so. <laughs> it tastes like a playroom. Like an <laughs> Are you watching like Zoom or something? Yeah. <laughs> That's it actually taste, really like, accurate. Yeah. from the eighties. Yeah, like the ball pit or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. I mean, it's. I'm not a fan of it. This tastes like the Sanrio at the Beverly Center circa 2001, mm. like, and the inside of Hello Kitty's heart. Like, mm. this tastes so crazy. I, that is not cucumber. That's, like, Hello Kitty's blood. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like someone killed Hello Kitty put her in that. It's gross. All right. So that was gross sodas. Uh, <laughs> I think we agree that the ranch is the most gross. Yeah, that was disgusting. That was just a horrible, horrible, hor- torturous thing to do to us. The pumpkin pie is uh, probably the best. I am mad at it. No. That's like, we did a, we had bacon chocolate soda once, and um, Chrissy straight up loved it. <laughs> Chrissy dr- took it home. Oh. Drank it on the road. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. All right, let's go back to the calls. Hey, Malls. Um, my name is Leandra, and I was just calling you because not only am I a big fan of the podcast, but I'm also a big fan of you. I actually think I may have saw you at Bonnaroo this year, but I had smoked a little too much shoes, and, I mean, it could have been someone else very likely. Um, my question is about a friend. Me and this girl, she's been my roommate for about three years. Um, we both go to the same university, and we're getting ready to graduate. And about four months ago, she just moved out all of a sudden because she was moving in with her boyfriend of about six months. And I just found out recently um, they bought a house. Now, I haven't talked to her since then. She kind of just sprung the news on me and then moved out the next day. And then, lo and behold, this week she just recently started texting me 
just random stuff, not even like, hey, let's chat, let's hang out. It was like, what Redbox movie should I rent? Um, at the end of the year, I'm getting ready to move to Portland, which is going to be cross country. And I kind of feel like even though we've been friends for a long time, you know, maybe it's time to end the friendship. I'm not really sure if I should, you know, give her a call or whatnot. Um, but, yeah, if you could advise me, that would be awesome. And have a blessed day yourself, girl. First of all, I just want to say that I got, like, major good person vibes from Leandra just over the phone. What's up, girl? She had, like, a good voice, like, good energy. Shoes. She she loves shoes. She's cool. Yeah. You know, she's a cool girl, and she was she had some Possibly saw me at Rue. Possibly saw you at the Rue. Yeah. Um, and she would, uh, you know, an injustice was done to her, and she was, you know, rightfully upset because, like, everyone knows- when you live with someone, you got to give, like, 30 days minimum. And if you're really – if you care about someone, you really give them, like, two months. Yeah. If you That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Like, because then she left you on the hook for the rent. She – I mean, I'm, sometimes you don't know. Well, my thing two is – Two months in advance that you got a place and you're actually moving out in that month and within those But you months. do what you can. Well, here's – You know what is, I mean? You don't give your friend no notice. Right. But also, like, there was a detail, like, not to get all serial on you guys, but, like, there was a detail in there that her boyfriend bought a house. You don't just arbitrarily buy a house. If you're buying a house, you're looking for minimum three months. Like, you're looking for – so I bet you he had – they had discussed it. You don't know that, though. That's you. That's a no, lot no, no. of people, but that might not be their situation. Right. But I might – well, I don't know that, but what I will say is – She should have let her know. That she should have let her know. That they were looking. She, she could have – exactly. That's yeah. how I feel. Like, she could have said to her – she could have been like, hey, just heads up. My boyfriend and I are, have talked about moving in. He's going to buy a house. Um, I don't know when he's going to buy it because, fair enough, maybe that was the issue. That's why the girl didn't give her notice. But she could have at least given her a heads up as opposed to just dicking her over like that. Yeah. Like, she's selfish. And I fully support Leandra's decision. You're moving to Portland. Go make new friends. Make friends who will treat you better. You know? Like, I think she should fully ditch that girl. And she, and she can also, like, be cool to her. She can just be like, hey, girl, glad you're good. Go on. Yeah, it sounds like the kind of friend that, like, if she reaches out to you, like, you make small talk, but you don't have to reach out to her. You have no obligation to her. Like, if you feel hurt, you know, sure, you can technically, you can dig dig it up. You know what I mean? You can, you can dig up the old issues. But I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, by all, like, it's just not worth it. Just and, move on. And Stay that girl's going to have, like, a comeback for anything that she has to say to her. I just have a feeling. That's just my Absolutely. my sense. Like, she's going to justify her actions because she well, already you, has in her mind. Yeah, she sounds like one of those. Like, yeah. well, you did this. And it's, yeah. like, something that's completely not equal or right. relevant. <laughs> yeah. So, I fully, I think, you know what? Congratulations. Portland's a very cool city. You're going to have the best time. And you're going to make amazing, kind Portlandian friends. Absolutely. Good for you. you go, girl. Next call. Hi, Malls. My name is really recognizable, so you can just call me Rebecca. Um, I just discovered your podcast, and I love it. Um, we are very different people, and I just love hearing your advice, and it gives me great perspective from my own life. Today, I'm calling on behalf of my roommate. She's in her late 20s, and she's never had a boyfriend. She's never been on a date. I don't think she's even ever kissed a guy. Um, she has no male friends, and she's still in that phase where she doesn't even know how to talk to guys. 
Um, so this is something that really distresses her. She's always saying that she'll never have a boyfriend, and she's really bummed about dating. Um, but she's really self-defeating, and she just thinks, like, there's something wrong with her or that she's missing something that everyone else has, and that's why she doesn't have a man, and that she's flawed and she doesn't deserve anyone. Um, but, like, there's nothing wrong with this girl. She's super cute. Um, she thinks she's fat, but she's not. I mean, she's intelligent. She, like, has a sense of humor. Um, the only problem she has is that she has almost no self-esteem um, and thinks that she just isn't good enough to be in a relationship. So my main question is just how do I help her? I feel really bad for her. All of her friends are, like, married or in serious relationships, and this is something that's really bumming her out, but I just don't know what to do. Um I don't have, like, much of a social life, so I can't even invite her out to stuff or introduce her to guys, and she won't listen to any advice or, like, listen to anyone say that she's totally normal. Um, she refuses to do online dating because she thinks it's for losers. It's her thought, not mine. I think online dating is great. Anyway, um, is there anything I can do for this girl? Uh, my second question is for myself because sometimes – I just lose patience with her because I can only hear so many times how, like, she's never going to find love because she's totally broken or flawed or whatever. Um, so, like, how can I be more supportive and be less annoyed when she goes on the same spiel? Um, I really hope you have something great to say about this, and I know you will. So, thanks a lot. Bye. Um, what a freak zone, man. Like, <laughs> your apartment's the freak zone. Like, what the fuck's going on? I would, of course, you're annoyed by that. Yes, she's a loser, to answer your first question. Like, she's a total loser. Like, I don't know if she's ever going to get laid. Because um, she sounds like she has all the worst qualities, too. Like, it's like, in one sense, she's like so quote-unquote broken but another since she's too good for online dating yeah so i'm like no honey you don't get it both ways like you're either fucking broken and destroyed she's and can't even like fucking yeah you're fucking you are fooling the only person you're fooling is your damn self because like you are i mean never been kissed you're literally drew barrymore never been ki- like what is happening i know like you i don't believe that like she's never been kissed josie grossy josie grossy mm-hmm. sounds like a narcissistic josie grossy to me yeah i uh I don't know. Honestly, I would be so annoyed if I were you. Oh, so. And like, Rebecca's a good person. She is. Because she cares enough to be like. But also she, you have to stop caring so much about your roommate's like failed sex life. Yeah. Like it's honestly like or love life or whatever. Like it's just it's not your business. Like there's only so much you can do to help your own life, let alone this girl's <sighs> life. She's not a willing participant in her own life here. So Yeah. And it's not like this is like your best friend or something. Like this is literally like I mean when you're describing her, I was like, Are you describing me, Rebecca? But anyway, just kidding. I'm not like freak, not that much of one. Um, but she I feel like you definitely drew a line. You were like, I'm not gonna like I don't bring her into my social circles, A, because like you said you don't like go out that much or whatever but i think agreed good decision that was a good gut decision don't bring that girl in your soul circle because she's going to bring you down she is going to bum everyone out with her weird psychobabble drama that is like non-existent in some ways i think she needs a therapist yeah i think she needs a solid therapist and you need to like draw a line with her and be like honey i like adore you but i'm not a therapist and i think you need one deeply i said yeah. to a friend once i was like i think you need therapy and 
not a um, Yeah, I've had a friend say that to yeah. me <laughs> Well, sometimes you need to hear it, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. I used to see a therapist. If I didn't get annoyed with my therapist, I'd still be seeing him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying to charge me kinds of money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next call. Some whack advice. <laughs> Malls, what's up? So Thanksgiving went down like this. I drank and didn't eat. So now it's the day after Thanksgiving, and I'm hungry. I'm at 7-Eleven. What should I get? And I'm a vegetarian, so it's a hard fucking choice. And I'm going to get some fucking scratchers and Gatorade. But I'm hungry. 7-Eleven, what are my choices? Vegetarian, drunk, hungry, Thanksgiving. Hashtag, love you, Miles. Well, I wouldn't tell you to get meat at 7-Eleven anyways. So that works out that you're a vegetarian. I'm talking Cool Ranch Doritos or spicy nacho Doritos with a Coca-Cola classic. Or a zero calorie Gatorade. Oh yeah, that'd be the Because you are high as fuck and you need to hydrate. Yeah, he's drunk. (laughs) I would would get both. Coconut um, water. Coconut water, I just burped. Um, I would get, oh, those little white powder donuts. Oh, for sure. And, and maybe even the real full-size donuts, too, for, like, one – they got, like, two for a dollar. Sour cream and cheddar no, ruffles. I would get the donuts. Yeah, I would mind if I go for, like, the big size and just be, like, mm, chilling. Sour cream and cheddar ruffles. ruffles. Yeah, that's your jam. That's You love that. And I would get, like, peanut M&Ms and Sour Patch Kids. I might even do, like, goldfish. I might do oh, some goldfish, yeah, like you know. Goldfish maybe even if I felt classy, add a Milano into the mix, you know, just – Snacking on my gold, my Pepperidge Farm, um, you know. Sometimes the freezer section can yield good results. Like they'll have like an Amy's burrito, like a bean and cheese yeah. burrito, yeah, or like a cheese pizza. A DiGiorno's, yeah. You know, sometimes you pop in that DiGiorno's and it's actually not bad. Get the four cheese because you're vegetarian. Yeah. You can't get the pep, right? Which is a damn shame. A fucking shame. Because <laughs> the pep, I is am good. sorry. I'm actually sorry that he can't t- taste a delicious pepperoni. Mm. Pepperoni. Molly, you and I love pepperoni, pepperoni pizza. I know I love <laughs> You're just singing a song about it. You love it. Like- I bring something out of Molly that makes her very, like, musical. <laughs> Christina does. I sing so many songs to Christina. Professional treat. Uh- <laughs> London. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a remix of a... Um, Charlie XCX song I've come up with. It's called London Queen. Anyway. Um, <laughs> London Queen. Next song. God. I mean, next call. Oh, my God. You are perfect. Hey, Mollis. This is Amanda. I love the pod. You're so funny. Um, my story is that me and my boyfriend were both 23, pretty much did a long distance thing for four years while he was in the Army. So our relationship was pretty much based on Skype and texting and flying out to see him once every other month. Now that he's back home, it's, like, super hard for me to connect with him in any really deep levels. Like, he never gets stressed over anything. His family life is perfect. He's told me before that he doesn't think he's ever had a bad day in his life. And he's like a fucking robot that feels nothing but complete bliss 24-7. That's, like, great for him, but when I'm going through something really dark and he just can't relate at all, it really weighs down on me. And there's only so many times I could talk to him about it, so I don't know what else to do anymore. Please advise. 
I think there's a really good chance that you two might not be compatible, but I do want you to just, you know, kind of think about this a little bit. I um, am a very angsty woman myself. Well, Derek, my boyfriend, is a very positive person. He, like, radiates positivity. And I think that it's been good for me to be around someone who, like, negativity isn't a go-to. And I really, like, grown from it and my eyes have opened a little bit in terms of just, like, the way he sees the world is optimistic. And... um, I would, you know, I would recommend trying to push, challenge yourself to be around a person like that. Yeah, I think that, um, I also understand how that can be really annoying too. Because you're kind of just like, oh, like have a bad fucking moment just one time. You know, like you're kind of like, because it seems like robotic and it seems a little Stepfordian. At the same time, I do agree with Molly. I thought that was like a very good point. Like I think, you know, I mean, hopefully he can at least be sympathetic to your angst or whatever it is you're going through, you know, in that moment. And maybe, you know. Yeah, like, if he doesn't, if he's not sympathetic or, you know, it's it's obvious that he can't, like, really understand what you're going through, which might be, you know, that could be very frustrating, I can imagine. But at the same time, like, you know, if someone's most value to you is like how they feed into your negative emotions, like if that's, if that's really important to you, like I would look at that. If I would, I would want to, I would wonder why that for me, if like people feeding into negativity around me is so important. And also though, I, I think with that said too, if you feel like he's not empathetic because he's so detached from his own emotions and that's why he has to put on this facade of happiness all the time, then I think that that's something also to look at. Like, I think like you should be with someone who can emotionally fulfill you. And I think like if he is so robotic that he can't emotionally fulfill you, I think that's something to really consider. Maybe you guys, you know, like are not compatible like Molly was saying earlier. And you know, like, and you're human, you're allowed to be down. You're allowed to be pissed off sometimes. And the most important thing is, is that you're able to pull yourself out of that. But also, like, you know, you want other people to be on the human journey with you. Like, you we're all human. Like, we all have our moments and we're all entitled to have our moments, you know? Absolutely. And be empathetic towards him. Right. You know, because that's like returning the sentiment is very important here. You can't be a hypocrite about that, you right. know? All right, everyone. That was episode 21 of Please Advise. Ed, thanks so much for coming on the show last minute. Really appreciate it. Of course. I love you. good to be back, though. It's It's nice. Um, You know, we took a little bit of a hiatus there. Hopefully we won't be doing that again. I think we have some shows coming up next week. And, of course, our holiday spectacular with Laura Shanehalls and Ryan O'Connell is going to be really fun. You can um, call in your own questions, be on that show. Maybe a Christmas theme call would be nice. 323-450-7408. You can email us your letters at askpleaseadvise at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, please underscore advise. You can find us on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash pleaseadvise and iTunes. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes to follow us on Twitter. Keep us uh, in your social love. And um, I'll see you soon. Okay, one last thing. We want to give Ed a chance to put something on blast that he has been um, fiending to put on blast. This is free advice. Ed, go ahead. Okay, this is Starbucks-specific, 
Number one, when you're in line at Starbucks, hurry the fuck up. There is no reason. Listen, we all want to sit there and peruse all the banana breads and cheese danishes and Greek yogurts with granola and cranberries on top. But Cranberries? You know, yeah, they have like little cranberries in them. Hmm. You know, but you know how I know that? Because I picked it up and read it while I was in line. I didn't hold the line up to read it, nor did I sit there and deliberate like I was, you know, the lead prosecutor in serial trying to prosecute Adnan for four hours while there's a line of people collecting. And also, like, why? Why don't you know what you want? Starbucks has all the same things all the time. You've, if you've never been inside of a Starbucks, that's sad. This big-ass group of, like, 30 people literally entered Starbucks at the exact same time as me, and they all got ahead of me in line. And I thought that was, like, really dick. So dick. And also, like, listen, I used to be a writer's assistant. I used to be that guy who would order four drinks at a time. Yeah. And I realized that that's a thing. But you know what I did to make up for it? I'd be smiley and very fast. I was very, very fast because there was a line of people behind me and I would try to, you know, like get really easy drinks unless, you know, I mean, whatever my team ordered I had to get. But I'm just saying be mindful of other people's times. It's not all about you. We're all there in line at the Starbucks. I don't want to, I don't want to sit there and grow crow's feet you know, in the Starbucks line while you're taking your sweet ass time deciding whether you need a cheese Danish from the Boulange collection or whatever, now. you know, <laughs> anyway. And also like creme brulee, it's going to taste like a creme brulee frappuccino. It's not that hard to figure out. Pick something and they do so. They call it caramel brulee, which yeah. pisses me off. <laughs> Just, I'm like, why caramel brulee? Because people are ignorant. Yeah, no, I just like I just want people to know what I think about that, which is that it's bullshit. Yeah, and I, you know, I I can't I will say that the gingerbread lattes have been killing it lately. So I do um half I I've done a like a half of the pumps. Nice. That's I don't I don't do full gingerbread. It's too intense for me. Yeah. So just doing like half the gingerbread syrup is really good. And I also am obsessed with the passion iced tea with raspberry. Oh, you love it. You put the raspberry in it and it fucks the game up. It's so good. <laughs> it's like the best. I could drink a thousand of them. I drank a Trenta the other day. Mm. Yeah, you know, I do like the cool lime hibiscus. Ugh, like, I don't mind. Me. No, some, you know what? On a hot day, we live in Southern California. Cool gonna- lime hibiscus is two different flavors. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Which the, one? The cool lime. Because it's cool and it's lime. I like lime. I want to like the cool lime. I do, but it's not as good as I want it to be. No, I'm that. I will. I can. And then one day I put that. raspberry in it and it was disgusting because I was hoping it would be like a lime Ricky kind of. Yeah. Raspberry lime Ricky was not. No, I don't know about that, but I imagine. Do you know what a raspberry lime Ricky is? No. Oh my God, it's incredible. It's some Massachusetts shit, I think. Yeah, it sounds really good. Yeah, it's just like raspberry and lime and soda. It sounds like a rock star. My mom used to get that for me when I was a kid. Like he sounds like he was the lead singer of an eighties band or something and he <laughs> was living off of his millions in the Cape. Yeah, you're Lime thinking Rick of Rick Springfield. Yeah. Probably. Well, Does he live it? in the Cape? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well thank you. Please keep your fucking time at a minimum at Starbucks, please. Okay. For the rest of the world, for all of us out there who are sitting there grating and losing our mind in the Starbucks line because you don't know what you want. You're 55. Figure it out. Good night. All right. Bye, guys.